0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, happy U.S. Open Week, and welcome back to the Bash Mania Podcast. This is episode 193, and I am your host, as always, Justin Bash. We have to take a quick break from the senior level for a pretty important college wrestling transfer announcement today, but Willie and I did do a men's freestyle preview last week for the U.S. Open, so go back and listen to that show for all the U.S. Open preview and predictions for men's freestyle. A fun, shorter episode on deck today is Aaron Nagao, Hops back on the show for a few minutes to talk about his decision, where he's going, why he's going there, how NIL played a role into it. If you missed it, Nagao came on a few weeks ago to talk about why he entered the transfer portal in the first place, his freshman year at Minnesota, and a bunch more. So go back and listen to that in episode 191. This show is brought to you by your friends at Attack. Download the Attack app, A-T-A-C, on the Apple App Store, Google Play Store today, and start leveling up. From their video game-like stats to extensive physical, mental, nutritional information database and more, you can't find a better app to get you in shape. Attack was made by wrestlers, for wrestlers. We love the Attack app here at Bashmania. With that said, let's get into today's show. It's Bashmania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you are gonna do? What Bashmania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one! And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh yeah! We are back, Bashmania 193. Aaron Nagao back in the show. How are you, man? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. We, You were on the show a couple of weeks ago talking about your season being the transfer portal. I extended the invite to come back on once you've made the decision. You text me that you've made a decision. I said, mm-hmm. let's hop on. Let's get to, Let's get this out there. So first and foremost, I guess we'll start these last couple of weeks for you have had to be very interesting for you. It's kind of like the recruiting process all over again. But you're you're in a small window, a couple weeks. What has this? What have these last few weeks been like?
1: I've been very very grateful these these last few weeks. Uh, it's been really tough, as you guys could imagine. Um, a lot of prayer, a lot of consulting with my family. Um, yeah, nevertheless, I think I've grown a lot these last few weeks in my faith and as a man in general. I had to speak to a lot of uh, accomplished and good men uh, thankful that they were recruiting me. And, um, again, but I had to hold my ground and stand for what I, uh, stand for my faith and where I believe I had to go. But I think, again, I've, I've grown a lot as a man from this.
0: And, you know, we were kind of talking about it before we started <laughs> a recording that, you know, when most people make a private decision, where you're going to school, where you're going to compete, if you're going to buy a house, what job to take. A lot of times it's, it's private conversations. And when you're in athletics One of the it's a blessing and a curse, but one of the aspects about athletics is when you make a big decision like this, you're in the public eye. So you have people commenting. I'm sure you've seen some of the comments that are out there for you over these last couple of weeks. How has your faith kind of helped you to drown out the noise? You know, I'm sure you've had a lot of people. I've seen comments from Minnesota fans, Iowa fans, Penn State fans. Everybody's got a different perspective. And like we kind of talked about last week, where if you didn't listen to that a couple of weeks ago, Aaron came on here to talk all about why he entered the transfer portal. So we're not going to rehatch that. You can go back and, and and watch that, listen to that Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rockfin, and get a good gist for that. But these last couple of weeks specifically for you, how has your faith played into that?
1: Yeah, my faith has guided me through this entire process. Um It gave me clarification and peace of mind when I needed it. And I needed it a lot these last few weeks. And uh, ultimately, it provided me with an answer. I firmly believe that because of my faith and sticking to it and praying and emphasizing that I want to put God first, um, I want to be in a spot where I can best serve him. I think it has given me an answer. So again, it it guided me throughout it all.
0: That's awesome. And a lot of the comments, you know, when we talked about again, last show, NIL NIL has played a huge role in I think some athletes decisions to where they go to school or transfer and there's a lot of fan speculation. You know, this school is offering money, this school is offering money, this school gets all the best guys, they must have money. How has NIL played a role for you in this process?
1: Um, you know the wisdom of this world would have people based off my choice believing that I'm a fool however, Jesus said, we are not of this world. Um, it didn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my reasoning for going anywhere. Um, in the end I chose, I won't disclose any numbers or anything or but I I chose the spot where I feel I would best serve God. And, uh, it wasn't the spot where, you know, I'm getting, I'm not going to be getting paid the most and uh, Without disclosing anything, I'm not, it's just not a money choice. It, it had nothing to do with that. So honestly, um, it didn't play much of a role.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and, and what people are kind of starting to see is that no matter what you do, if you're a high profile athlete, I think NIL is going to play into some conversations. Every school is going to have boosters that want to get involved. And in wrestling, it's very interesting because I thought Willie hit the nail on the head. I can't remember if it was when, when I was on a show or another show he did where he was talking about like the, the numbers that are being thrown out there, whether they're real or not, don't make sense for wrestling schools to pay. And you start talking about the trickle effect of how does the money recoup, you know, wrestling can't recoup these monster paydays. But of course, with with NIL and with having a big um, presence when you go to a school, NIL you're, start, NIL, you're starting to see it's more and more of a conversation. But I think a lot of people are gawking at the numbers that are being thrown out there, which I have no clue if some of these are real or not. And I mm-hmm. think they're also gawking at intent. And I think that's something that, you know, when you came on here last time and said, this isn't about trying to go to secure the bag. This is just about you know, my faith and what God has shown me on where I want to go compete, whether people believe that or not, that's up to them. I understand cynicism. I understand people that are going to be naive um, on both sides, people thinking, hey, NIL is not a factor or, hey, this is strictly because of NIL. So that is what it is. Um, So sounds like, you know, you can definitely take advantage of NIL, but that's not the primary decision for this. Have you gotten clarity on the reasons, you know, now that you've chosen a school, has it become even more clear that this is why I wanted to transfer?
1: Yes, it it has. uh, Again, I prayed. I I know I'm saying it a lot, but I really believe that prayer was the answer. And, uh, you know, the... There's a verse, uh, Matthew 6, 33. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and live righteously, and all these things shall be added unto you. So I'm not to say anyone who, who transferred previously before me for money was in any wrong. Uh, I know you need money to, to live, and it can help you. Um, however, I know that the spot that I chose, I'm going to be taken care of. I'm going to be given what I need to glorify God and to wrestle to the best of my ability.
0: Yeah. And and by the way, if I was an athlete and I could take advantage of an opportunity to better provide for myself and my family, I don't think anybody that's not in those shoes can say too much about that. Um all right. So so let's talk about the specifics. You've made a decision. Where are you transferring? Um, yeah. So
1: I've uh, before I go into that, I just want to thank every every school that did uh, recruit me. Um, you know, Iowa State and the car family. They're they're great people. Um, I can't speak highly enough about them. David Carr and his father. Uh, they got some uh, a lot of great partners there. You know, there's a lot of the Cubans there um, right now. They got you know Ranieri, Ortega. Um, Younger is a great guy. There's a lot of great things going on there. And um, with Iowa, um, it, you know, blew my socks away too. They're they're just great great people. The brands are are straight up. God-fearing men, and you know, I really appreciated them uh, being so honest with me and and welcoming to me. Uh, real Woods, a, a really real dude, right there. He's a he's a good he's a good friend. Um, he uh, he's just a great dude, and it people like that, you know, I'm I'm blessed to have people like that in this decision. Although it makes the decision a lot harder. Oh yeah. Ultimately, I'm grateful that people are alive on this earth that are like real woods and the brands and the, uh, David, the Carr family,
0: you know, they're just great people. David Carr is one of the greatest humans in the sport. I'll, <laughs> I'll say it as many times as I get the opportunity to do. I love that kid. I'll do anything for him. I think the more people like David Carr, the better. Yeah, for sure. Real's a great kid too, by the way, I just don't know him as well as David, but hundred yeah. percent Real's is a great kid.
1: Um, yeah, and Spencer Lee, a great, you know, I think we're very, very similar. We play some of the same video games, honestly, and I just I was just so shocked how uh, he's so humble. you know, I, I seek to be like a, like him as accomplished as he is and humble as he is. Um, and then minnesota, i'm I'm so grateful for Minnesota. Um, they just it was really, really hard on me to to go through this process with them. But I, ultimately, they understand, and uh, they understand wrestling is a selfish sport. And, um, you know, again, after, you know, I, I know I had these thoughts and I had to really find out and seek my soul where I'm um, best fit to serve God. And for a time, it was Minnesota. There's uh, great things happening in Minnesota. There's great people, the coach Agan, Branville, Becker, Sanders, you know, there, and Steiner. It's so hard. I look at some all his fathers. Um, so it made it really hard. Um, however, I, I believe I'm best fit to uh, wrestle for the university of Penn, Penn State University. Um, that's where I'm going to be. And that's where I feel best uh, to serve God.
0: As a Penn State fan, I love it. Congrats. I think no matter, you know, you mentioned all these schools you're interested in, and, and I think they're all great schools. Um, and like you said, there's great people at these different schools. Um, as a Penn State fan, I'm super excited to hear you say Penn State. So why Penn State specifically? And I'm curious for you, you know, I think part of the reason Penn State has seemingly getting more transfers is when you win all these national championships on both a team level and individual level, you're going to start getting people to say, I want to go there. I want to be a part of that. For you, what was it that led you to Penn State?
1: There's something very, very special about it that I can't necessarily describe Um, But I felt a connection right away. And, uh, you know, Coach Cody, Casey, Kennedy, um, Coach Kale, they're, they're just, they seem like very good people. There is a, yeah, everyone has the same goals as me. Everyone keeps themselves in check and everyone's professional. I think uh, in an environment where I'm around people that have the same goals as me, that Live the same lifestyle as I do, and uh, are God fearing men, and just want to wrestle and be the best they can be to glorify God. That I can be very, very dangerous, and I think that's where I need to be. To uh, I know that's where I need to be to get to that next level, accomplish my goals, and again, above that, glorify God, serve Him, and touch the people I need to touch with a platform like Penn State.
0: Yeah, and so for you too, you know, one of one of the things out there is that. This NIL landscape is interesting where people can go have a great year and if they want to go somewhere else, whether it's NIL or not, I think it's it's two separate things. I think there's NIL plays roles, also just the transfer portal in general, where if you have a great season and then you want to go somewhere else for whatever reasons that you can. And I'm sure you've talked to people about this. What is your thoughts overall on this transfer portal where, you know, we see a lot of the the negative side of it where a program loses somebody. But for mm-hmm. you, it's also giving you an opportunity where you were telling me you wanted to go to Penn State since you are a little kid. Like, it's it's given you an opportunity that maybe before wasn't there. From an athlete's pr- perspective, what has the transfer portal been like for you? Uh,
1: opportunistic. Uh, you know, it, I felt and knew I had opportunities and I had to seek them out. And I believe that the transfer portal gives athletes the opportunity to seek out other opportunities and put themselves in a position where they can uh, be the best that they can be in my case, the best that I can be. And where do I feel that I can best serve God? And where do I feel I can accomplish my dreams that I believe God has instilled within me? So there's a lot of opportunities with this transfer portal. It's, it's a hard thing. Uh, Many people probably won't even do it because of how hard it is to go through this process. Um, but you know, ultimately I think, you know, coaches recruit, uh, why, you know, athletes should have, it's, it's a good thing for the athletes to be able to have these, this opportunity, I believe.
0: Yeah. So you're, you're headed to Penn state. What's the game plan? Do you know when you're going to get out there? What's kind of next for you?
1: Yeah. So, um, I got one more week of school in Minnesota. I'm going to finish that up, probably uh, go home for for a little bit afterwards, and I'm going to see how soon I can get out there and start training. That's the goal. I want to get out there as soon as possible and start training.
0: That's awesome. And I know that we're kind of past the, you know, the U.S. Open and all that from entering that, but do you have any other plans for freestyle this summer, or do you think at this point it's just get acclimated to state college, focus on college next year?
1: I'm going to put... Devote all my wrestling to
0: folks. style. I'm going to get ready for the season this year to win a national title. I love it, man. All right, Aaron, one more question for you. When it comes to the Penn State lineup, it's obviously a very talented room. Where do you see yourself in the lineup? You were at 33 this year. Um, Penn State, you know, as Robbie Howard down at 125, maybe eventually come 33. Who knows? Um, where do you see yourself in the lineup over there?
1: I plan on wrestling 133 pounds again. Okay.
0: Do you have any in, intention on how long or did you have many conversations about the lineup or was that not too much of a concern at all?
1: Uh not really a concern to me. I they need a 33 pounder and I'm going to be I I plan on going 33s again, so that's where I'm at right now.
0: I love it. Um one other question, you one of the fun things about the Penn State room is the senior level talent. You know, I had Gilman on here and Roman on here and they were talking about how Iron Sharpens Iron. How excited are you to add that element of The Nittany Line Wrestling Club and having guys like Roman, like Thomas Gilman, and others in the room to kind of help you.
1: Really excited. Um, Great partners. Very very accomplished. Gilman, Roman, many others that aren't even mentioned that I saw in the room that are very very accomplished and that I know can help me. So I'm I'm very excited. There's a lot of good partners in that room for me.
0: When you walked into that room, what was it like when, you know, you see some of these guys and, you know, it's always different from a fan's perspective than an athlete, but you walk into a room that's so accomplished. And I know that when I've walked in there, you know, welcome me with open arms and many other people as an athlete, I got to imagine it's a lot more exciting than me walking in the room. How was it walking in the room to those guys? And what was that reception like, especially since they don't know yet if you're going there, you know, it's like, it's not like a welcome but it's, uh, what was that like?
1: It was great. Everyone came up, shook my hand, uh, looked me in the eye, took my number down, asked if I needed anything to hit them up, uh, you know, like Nick Lee and, uh, yeah, you know, everyone, Van Ness, everybody. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's great. They're just very respectful people.
0: They are. That's pretty much all I got for you today. Um, I appreciate you coming on and sharing the exciting news. Super, super happy for you. Any final words for us?
1: No, thank you very much for the
0: opportunity to come on and share my story and glorify God. Great. I appreciate you coming on, making this decision on the podcast. And as a Christian, for you to glorify God through it is pretty awesome. So it's humbling to give you that platform to do so. So, Aaron, welcome to State College. I'm super excited for you, man. I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah. Me too. See you man. And the beat goes on.